Towards the end of Parshas Bahar, the Torah talks about the din of Nimker Atzbet Lenachri, or someone who for financial reasons sells himself to a goy. And the Pasuk says, He must be redeemed. One of his brothers should redeem him, or his uncle, or his cousin, or any other relative, or if he can afford it himself, he should redeem himself. And we learn from the order of the Pasuk, we learn that Hakarav, Karav Kaidim, the closer the relative, the sooner is his obligation to redeem his relative. On this uh, Pasik, the Rebbe has two questions. Number one, clearly if he could afford it, he should be first because he's closer than any relatives. So why does the Pasik mention his own obligation to himself last? The second question that we have is that the father is not mentioned in this Pasik. We know that a father is a closer relative than a, than a, than a brother because in, in the laws of Yerusha, the, a father yarshins, a father inherits before the brothers. So why is the father not mentioned and, and, and he should have mentioned it in the beginning of the Pasuk and he's not even mentioned at all. Now, the, now this question is also asked with regards to Yerusha, which also doesn't mention the father, even though the father inherits first after the children. And the answer is given because we don't want to talk about a sad situation. If the son passes away and his father is still alive, it's a very sad situation. So we don't want to talk about it. So first of all, it's not such a good answer. Because if it's halacha, we have to be clear about things. But more importantly, if we want to apply that to here, it doesn't work. Nobody, nobody died here. There's, no, there's nothing sad over here with regards to the fact that uh, his father is still alive. So why should the father not be mentioned? So to answer this question, we have to realize that this whole thing is not just a, a financial situation is also talking about a spiritual downfall. The, the Gemara in Kedushin says that the Pasuk is talking about someone who wasn't ca- careful in the midst of Shviyas, and therefore he was first he was forced he was he was forced to sell his belongings, then he was forced to sell his field, and then he's forced to sell his house until he's forced to sell himself to a goy. Now he's selling himself to a goy, which is a against the Torah, and b it, putting himself in a situation that he's in, surrounded by idolatry and adultery, etc., is certainly talking about someone that is in a spiritually low state. So this whole Pasuk has to be seen from that perspective. We're talking about someone who's struggling spiritually. How did he get to this point? He came to this point because he forgot about his father in heaven. He forgot about the Ebishter. To use the Hasidic vernacular, the of, the father within the person, which is the Chachmash of Nefesh, which is the Amuna of the person, is asleep. If the Amuna was functioning properly, then he would realize that every transgression is pulling him away from the Ebishter. And he wouldn't, he, and he wouldn't do it and he would fight it just like he would fight idolatry. But because the Chachmash of Nefesh is asleep, therefore, Therefore, it's possible that he, that, he, that he forgets momentarily about his father in heaven, and this causes uh, to fall. It causes him to fall, and this is why uh, we, uh, this already answers the question why Aviv is not mentioned in the pasuk. Because since we're talking about someone that has fallen, how did he get to this point? Because Aviv Shemayim was forgotten, and how did he get to that point? Because of Shebenefesh, the father within him, the Chachmas Shebenefesh, is asleep. Therefore, the pasuk skips the Aviv to remind the person, "How did you get here? Because you forgot about your father, and how are you going to fix it by reconnecting with your father?" Now, if we're going to talk about the Geula, the Geula, the, re, the, the ransoming or the redeeming of this person has to also be seen from a spiritual perspective. And therefore, the Pasuk says, Geula Tiyalai, the, the relatives have to redeem him. But Geula Tiyalai also means that he will certainly be redeemed. How do we know this? Because... How do we know this? Because the Pasuk says, Kilibana Yisrael Avodim, Avodayim. 
Which means that by Matan Torah, the Yid became a servant to Hashem for eternity, and nothing can change that. Even if he gets involved in things that are wrong, it's only an external thing. It's not who he is. It's not a, the definition of his core identity. And therefore, that will always remain. Hashem's agreement with the Yid is first, and that is his. Uh, that is who he is. And this is why the Pasuk actually, the Parsha actually starts with Bahar Sinai to tell us this point, that, that from Har Sinai we belong to the Abishter, and therefore it is certain that that ultimately he will be redeemed from the situation. Now, following this, this idea, that a person can never actually uh, get rid of his true definition, his true existence, which is being an Eved Hashem, this explains the Rashi. Rashi, when he translates the Eker Mishpachas Ger, he says that he sold himself to the idol, not, not to worship it, but to attend to it, like chop wood or draw water. How do we know, how does Rashi know that he's not worshipping it? But now it's very clear. Worshipping Avedazara is something that's impossible. It's something that affects the essence of his soul and therefore it's not possible. The only thing that's possible is that his, his soul is asleep. It's, it's distracted. So it could fall. But how low can it fall? It cannot fall to the point of idol, idolatry. It could fall to the point that it will serve it, it will, it will worship it, not worship it, it will attend to it, chop it wood for it, and, and, and draw water for it. But, but the moment it comes to Avedzara itself, it wakes up and will not allow it to happen. So, th so this, this follows what we said before, that, that ultimately the person is always connected to Hashem. Now, since the person is asleep, we have to wake him up. There is a rule that a person that's in jail cannot redeem himself. And therefore, what he needs is his relatives or other people that are not bound to this situation that could lift him up and save him. The goal, however, is not that they should constantly come and save him, but they should bring him to a point that he could save himself. And this is why, just like in, 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 in the physical world, the best way to help someone that's struggling financially is not just to give them food, but to put them in a situation, give them a job, give them a loan, that they should be able to stand on their own two feet. So too, the, the, here the relatives have to help him, but the goal is that he should be able to help himself. And this is why he doesn't say he should help himself in the beginning, because he can't. He's, he's bound and he needs help. This is why he does say it at the end of the Pasuk, because that is the ultimate goal. And this is why Hakarev Karev Kaidim goes in the order of closeness, because since we're trying to affect him on the deepest, most level, the closer one is to him, the more of an impact and an influence they could have on him. How do we even get to this place? How does it even come that a person should start falling like this? The answer is, as it says in the beginning of the Parshat, when you get involved in earthliness and worldliness, when the Yidin were in the Midbar, they were removed from the physical world, and therefore they were safe. But when they go into Eretz Yisrael, there is a risk of them getting carried away with the worldliness and the earthliness. And therefore, right in the beginning of the Seder, it says, Bahar Sinai, that we have to remain connected to the Koyach of Har Sinai. And when we do so, when we're connected to Har Sinai, number one, we are sure that that the person himself will be redeemed. But not only that, but it'll be able to impact positively Eretz, that Eretz Kenan becomes Eretz Yisrael. And not only that, but that it becomes a the Shavsa Eretz Shabbos Lashem, the world becomes Shabbos Lashem, that not only we get rid of Avedazara, of idolatry, but we actually elevate the, the, the land, that it should be recognized that Liha Eretz, that the land belongs to the Abishter.